Hello, beautiful people. It's Raylan once again for another episode of Honolulu Millennial. Wow, I feel good today and I hope you do too. If not, that's okay too and just know it gets better starting now. This week, we talked to the ever so wonderful Miss Vina Cristobal. This episode made me realize that we are not the same person we were two, five years ago, maybe even yesterday. I know for myself, I've mellowed out at least by 62% and it's not because of the pandemic. I read this quote earlier, the woman I'm becoming would make the old me shook. And it resonated with me so much because sometimes it's hard to know or even think of where you want to be in the upcoming years because you know shit happens so a lot of growing had to be done and honolulu millennial is a product of that growth for me so vina and i talk about the online magazine she created that highlighted creatives and entrepreneurs called hnl flow now it's not around anymore and we talk about that in the episode but it's vina who really inspired me that i could start a podcast to share the incredible stories that people need to hear the list of people i know who are able to bring a group of people together through a creative project while building and inspiring a community is short and Vina's at the top of that list. She was able to bring a team of more than 10 writers, photographers, videographers, and graphic designers to create quarterly issues filled with stories of people in the community. It was amazing. Her drive and ambition gave me, and I'm sure the rest of the team, life. And we did all of these things because we're passionate about it. But all good things come to an end and make way for something much much greater so here is my dear friend miss vina cristobal enjoy oh nice you look cute I am thank you it. i tried to be i tried to dress up as millennial as possible you know what this is this is key right here the glasses the round glasses they look really good on you yeah yeah and that jean thank jacket thank you thank you oh you're recording already <laughs> <laughs> hold on okay okay hello hi vina hi thank you so much for coming on to my podcast i really really appreciate it and i feel like you also too are an inspiration for me because of when i first met you with HNL Flow. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Same. Yes. Same. <laughs> so thanks for yeah, having me. No, thank you. So I, I want to talk to you about HNL Flow because that was kind of what actually brought us together. Also at the time where we met, which was like, oh my God, what, when did we like come to your house with it? Okay. Was it 2015? No, it was 2014. Cause I think we were still in college oh. at that time. Oh my God. Yeah. So like more than yeah. six years, six, wow. six years then. Ooh, six years. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> All right. So, Dang so man. six years ago, okay, I should let you tell the story. So how did you end up creating HNL Flow? All right. So HNL Flow, for those who may not know, was, was an online magazine uh, focusing on local artists and entrepreneurs. And uh, we had that for about maybe let's see, four years, four years. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's been a while. And it was a, it was a real, it, it was a real fun time creating that and having, having you and so many others alongside that as well. Tell us a little bit about like the, the content. So like what, what did HNL Flow feature? 
what was Asian Outflow about? We featured like all sorts of people, like entrepreneurs, artists. We started out featuring a lot of young people because we kind of believe like it's the, it's the next generation, yeah, yeah. right? That, you know, that paves the way, you know, nowadays. And so we were like, okay, we're going to feature only young artists. And then we realized, okay, well, we have to kind of open up our niche mm-hmm. a little bit. And, you know, all of these entrepreneurs were also, you know, young moms and dads and people with families. And, you know, they're starting up just as much trendy mm-hmm. businesses as people who are our age, yeah. right? So. so the reason why you inspired me so much is because you kind of like took these entrepreneurs, you took these creatives, you took these musicians, these artists, and you kind of gave them this platform to be able to tell that story and to be able to kind of market them in a way. So it's like sharing their story with the community so the community can learn about what they are and be able Mm -hmm. to kind of amplify their their art or their music or kind of their business. So essentially, this is kind of what Honolulu Millennial is about, except it's not just creatives and it's not just you know me, I love to talk to people. I love to learn about them. Yes, I love to talk yes, story. We do, we do. <laughs> so I just wanted to kind of feed that. That energy, I don't know. <laughs> Is it, that's, all, that's the first thing that came to my mind was like. Yeah, yeah. So I just wanted, I, I just wanted no to idea. kind of getting into the community and kind of talking to people in the community too. I'm actually really mm-hmm. looking forward to talking to people that I don't know, like in person. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm excited for you to finally get this going because I know, I mean, podcasts are in, yeah, right? Oh my God. And so they're, they're, they're a big thing. And so, and second of all, like, I think you're, you seem like the kind of person who would actually do, do one yes. and be really successful at Oh my one. gosh. Thank and I'm not you. just saying that because we're friends, but like, you know, <laughs> like what you said, you're a big, you're a big connector. Like, and that's, I think that's what I've always loved about you. Like you love to connect with oh people and you always, like every time that we're out, like, okay, guys, no joke. Like Raylan is like, there's like every time that we go out, like she'll always see someone she knows and we'll, like, I'll know a ton of people because oh of her. Oh my gosh, we know. So, <laughs> Yeah, she like c- contrary to popular belief, like she, I'm I'm such an introvert, but she brings that that extrovert. Oh my gosh, throw me off my game now. I don't want to ask now. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> I mean it's it's a talk story, right? So we're just we're just bouncing. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I miss it though. Like I miss going out and I miss like meeting up with you guys, hanging mm-hmm. out. I miss the events because I feel yeah, like for the sure. events back then were kind of like the thing to do or where to go, where to be on a Saturday, Friday, Thursday night yeah it's been a while it's I, re- I really miss that too you know getting to connect with people mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. I feel like events events nowadays like I don't know if it's the same feel you know not not even 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 before COVID I feel like events were kind of were kind of like there's a different there's a different aspect to yeah. it I, maybe I don't know maybe it's because I haven't been out right. yeah, at those yeah, events yeah. in a while but yeah so speaking of missing some things I really miss I miss HNL flow what I wanted to kind of talk to you more about is how were you able to bring together this group or this team to put together this amazing magazine and to put it online well before we I, I think I even get to that which I think yeah it's the best part of HML flow like every time I look back at it it's always going to be a community yeah. but before that like I'm going to give some history yeah, yeah go for it <laughs> as to what HML flow is about so I think you know going back we're going to rewind a little bit back to you know when I was young and I wanted to write I loved writing I wanted to be you know a journalist one day I didn't know what outlet I wanted to write mm-hmm. for but I wanted to write I wanted I did a lot of like fictional stories and poems and even wrote some songs. Whoa, I got to hear <laughs> some of those. Like, mostly songs about boys, but that was like <laughs> sixth grade, right? So sixth yeah. or seventh grade. So of course, like me, me going through the motions of mm-hmm. a teenager. Yeah. Been there. But I knew that I always <laughs> loved to write. I always loved to write. I, I used to collect a lot of magazines mm. when I was younger. So I'd always collect like, I don't know if you remember Cosmo Girl. Oh my gosh. Have you always or, wanted to be a Cosmo yeah. Girl? I think so. Like looking yeah. back at it, like I'm just like... <laughs> 
wow, I, I really want to like be featured in like a magazine one day. Yeah, so I used to like collect all those kinds of magazines. So Cosmo Girl, Teen Vogue, um, like those teeny bopper magazines yeah. like Tiger Beat, uh, J14. I almost said M14, but yeah, J14. Um, so I used to collect like the posters and stuff <laughs> and put them on my wall. And I don't know, like I, I always felt like that was something that I wanted to do one day was just to write. I love the visuals of a magazine and just how to portray that in such like a, such, such a creative mm-hmm. way, you know? And so fast forward to July 2013, um, how H&L Flow got started was like the result of a creative epiphany that I had. Um, just walking around Kaka'ako, um, I wanted to always see the, like the Powell murals. Um, Powell was kind of at the height at yeah. that time. Uh, it oh, started yeah. like in 2010, but um, 2013 is like when I feel like it really blew up. And it's so just I was only like, getting just walking too. around. I know. I'm really, I'm really excited mm-hmm. for them. But yeah, I was just walking around Kaka'ako and I was like, so blown away by this community I had never found out about before because there are so many local businesses. Mm-hmm. So for those mm-hmm. that, you know, lived in the pre-salt times. <laughs> pre-salt the times. Store, <laughs> yeah, there, pre, there was pre-salt times and only Insomnia is like the only original business that's oh, there. Fuck. Shout out to Insomnia, um, dude. Like their banis you know, are delicious. Uncle, yeah. I love you so much. <laughs> their Vietnamese iced coffee. <laughs> the lemongrass banh mi always yes, go yeah. to spring rolls oh, on point okay <laughs> but um but yeah i just i remember when pad hawaii used to be there the furniture store and r&d yeah. and 808 urban and what else is there the convenience store where morning brew mm-hmm. is now like there's a there's a liquor store around there and then there was like like a print shop and all of these yeah. things and i was just like wow i'm so i'm so blown away by like how much how much creativity there is in this one area and people need to know mm-hmm. about this you know and i had just discovered like events like art and flea and night market and all of these these awesome awesome mm-hmm. events that i you know that i i wish were still happening but yeah i i was i was so so amazed yeah. by it and i was like i need to get we need we need to do something about this we need to get the word out there that these things are happening you know so i had shared this idea with um, one of my close friends at the time who was um, interning with me at a radio station in downtown and I was like dude we have to do this we have to do this idea and she was she did she did graphic design on the side like just Mm -hmm. for fun and so she came up with the original logo not the one that we know now but it was just a logo with like pictures of Honolulu with like you know in in all the like I I think I I I remember this one this was a sticker yeah it was the sticker with H&L like H&L flow and then there were like pictures in the words right in the letters yeah yes 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 so I so I still have I think I still have some of those stickers at my house and my mom was, <laughs> my mom wanted to, to sell them or like throw them away. And I'm like, oh, maybe that's not such a bad idea. Cause now they're like vintage. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, it was, it, it was such an amazing experience. Like just the, just the beginnings of it was so mm-hmm. exciting just to um, put it out there. It was so exciting. And um, I remember putting up a Facebook status like a month later. Cause I was still so excited about the idea. I, I remember being on the bus and like sketching out ideas for the yeah. first issue on a piece of paper. I think I still have the picture. And then I remember like, putting it out there on Facebook saying like, okay guys, would you want to see a magazine about like local artists and entrepreneurs in Hawaii? And people were like, yeah, let's do it. And I had somebody become like my marketing person. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. like All of these, yeah, all of these people just started coming together and they're like, we're so down. I can help out whatever capacity you want me to help out. And yeah, that's how everything was born. Of course there were like rough patches right, in right. the beginning, but I think, yeah, like it went, really well for us long as that's did. the magical thing about Hawaii in general I think it's it's kind of situations like that where it's like whenever someone asks for help they fucking show up they show up and they they, 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 they give their energy and they give as much as they can to to whatever it is that they're 
putting it into. And it's like, we all, when we all come together, it's like, we create this like beautiful thing. And I think that's also kind of how we see this pandemic, right? It's like all these people who absolutely love these local businesses, they kind of start putting up campaigns, they put up be vocal, support local. Like, yes. Yeah, I love that. that. So now that you had like this group of people, so what kind of, I guess like what motivated you or or how did you decide like what the themes were and who to feature? Oh, I felt like that was kind of like one of the challenges because we interviewed so many different people all at the same time. We interviewed maybe, oh gosh, like let's say maybe we'll feature like a clothing brand and then we'll feature like a brick and mortar. Mm -hmm. And when trying to piece that all together was kind of the difficult part, you know, so that was kind of the challenge, but it was a fun, it was a fun challenge. Like I would say like, you know, it was, I guess, I guess it got easier Mm -hmm. over time just to just to figure out what the themes of each issue were. Cause at first, like I didn't really have like a theme like themes up until maybe like issue six or so (laughs) like I was kind of like oh yeah whatever like just throw whoever in there and then um up until we started actually getting some graphic designers on board then that's when we were like okay we need some consistency um it's getting some traction so we got to figure out um how to create some structure for it who would you say would be your favorite interview or what was your favorite issue oh my gosh (laughs) oh wow (laughs) that is that's so hard because I feel like every person that we've interviewed has been amazing like no joke I don't think there's ever been a least favorite interview Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because like what you said people people show up for each other and I think that's a beautiful thing about Hawaii people show up for each other and they don't I I don't think that every interview wasn't was just Mm -hmm. an interview right it was actually getting to know a person behind the behind the business behind the brand behind every single thing even if they're a musician you got to know not just their music but the person behind the Mm -hmm. music and that was really important when we, as we continue to build yeah. those connections, it wasn't just, okay, well, we're going to interview you and that's right. it. But it was more like, we're going to interview you. And whenever, whenever we see each other, we're just like, oh my God, hi, <laughs> good to see you. You know, and I still have that to this yeah. day, you know, I still, I think I remember seeing somebody in downtown one time and they were selling like, I think this is the one of the very last interviews we did. She sells plants, like those plant holders, like the macrame oh, plant holders. yeah, yeah, yeah. Downtown? Yeah. And then, yeah, like it was one of those like downtown night markets. It shut down a little bit. It was like only it was only for like three months. Oh or so. yeah, yeah. But I just remember that she um she sold those macrame plant holders, and then I was like, wait, I feel like I know this person. So I remember like yeah. just talking story with her, and then she's like, wait a minute, are you Asian of Flow? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I mean, I I started it, and then she's like, oh my gosh, I remember you guys. Thank you guys so much for what you guys oh God, did yeah. for our community. And so and, like appreciative, and I, and I almost started like tearing up because like I mean I mean like it's been a while, mm-hmm. so I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is. It's crazy. It's crazy to to see like our connections still make an right, impact right. regardless of how many years it's been and to see that that we've built a community out of this, you know, this just this little passion mm-hmm. project that I didn't really think too much mm-hmm. of. But yeah, that was such an amazing, amazing experience. I remember the first interview I think I did. Actually the first interview I did was um was Carol for um Gold Culture. Yeah, right, she, she yeah. was actually at that time I was working a public relations firm and she was actually working for one of our clients. So I actually had already knew her. So that was the first one I did. But I think that the second one I did was where the bougies. Oh, oh my, my God. Gosh, and I had yes. Elaine with me. I'm sure I'm sure you you fangirled <laughs> over. I, I still remember this, guys. I remember when she posted about them. And yeah, we, we I remember we went to their, um, their release party and like, yeah, we did all these things with them. It's so awesome. I think ever since so that. Awesome. 
interview, me and Elaine, we went all of like their shows. We went to their, um, when they were playing, they were like opening for somebody or they were playing one night at like First Friday. We went and like, we went to go check them out. And then they ended up playing at the fucking carnival. We went to the carnival. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. That's right. I actually have like pictures oh, of like Kelly and she's like being like jumped on by girls trying to feed them. <laughs> Oh my she's like holding the food in her hand in her hands and she's like up like this and like the goats are just like trying to like jump on her and she's like oh my fucking god <laughs> so good oh my gosh yeah them. the bougies the bougies were were good yeah so if you guys like ragamuffs that was our ragamuffs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they were i like the ragamuffs are kind of like they kind of remind me of the bougies. oh yeah like a light-hearted version of the bougies like they're more like i won't say innocent but they're more like yeah like they said to have a childlike spirit mm-hmm. about them. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this kind of reminds me of the bougies a little <laughs> bit. Just because like the, the bougies kind of yeah. carried that with them. Like that like, like yeah, like we're young. Like that very youthful vibe mm-hmm. about them. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, I miss them too. I still have their CD in my car. <laughs> H&L Flow has been around for a few years. And so mm-hmm. what, so what happened? Do you want to share that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can <laughs> do that. So I think 2017 was kind of like, kind of a challenging year. I had gone through some, some personal mm-hmm. things and I kind of felt like, you know, I, I was really trying so hard to make h and yeah. work with just everything that I was doing. But I think with every challenge that came about, like it was really hard to like, kind of keep myself composed mm-hmm. and then also like run like this mm-hmm. magazine. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't, I don't know if I can do this, mm-hmm. you know? And I started, we start, I started seeing people kind of fall to the wayside a little bit. Like I start, I stopped keeping in contact with some of our people. I mean, not to say like, I don't, I don't hold any grudges against anybody, you know, that fell away or, or kind of straight away from HL flow. But I kind of felt like, oh man, I'm doing this all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm like, where's my people at? Like, I mean, of course I had friends. I still had the friends that I had in HL flow, but then I was like, I, I kind of felt like I didn't have any support. And so, um, um, around August 2017, I ended HNL Flow. Um, but the issues are still up. Yeah. Uh, on issue.com slash HNL Flow. Shameless plug. <laughs> yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll our, share um, some of them. We'll kind of revive them back yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, we still have our WordPress, our Vimeo site. Um, around that same time, though, like I was, I was going to church mm-hmm. again. Um, I grew up in a Catholic home and I kind of felt like I was, I don't know, like I had come to the end of mm-hmm. myself around that time that HNL Flow ended. Cause I was like, I mean, I, I, I was kind of like, okay, yeah, I can make it work. Like I can, I can do all of these things and like do as much as I can. And then I realized like, wait, I have to like actually let go mm-hmm. of it because I can't do this by mm-hmm. myself, you know? So when I thought I lost something that I was really passionate about, I actually ended up finding more about myself. And that was something that I really, you know, that I, I was like, wow, like in order for me to like find myself, I had to lose something that I really love. You know, when the old saying goes like, when you love something, let yeah, it go. Right. So, um, when I lost HNL flow, I felt like I gained more than I lost. Mm. Um, I, you know, I found my, my faith again. I, you know, I found my identity and, and who I was. Um, I found Jesus in the midst of all of that. Um, I found a community that really cares about me and, you know, generally wants to be there for me. Um, I found out what I was passionate about and that was community, just loving oh gosh, people, yes. like really caring about yes. people. And that's something that I think HNL flow really prepared me for was one leadership. Mm-hmm and to like community and that I think that's those things are you know looking back at HNL flow it was kind of a stepping stone into where I think I am today you know I'm I am co-leading a small group at my church and but also like learning that community is so important we can't do life Mm -hmm. alone 
um and we I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like are, you, are we getting we emotional right out. now? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm getting full. And like, when I get like, it's not, it's not a good combination getting full eating and then getting emotional. Oh. And then I'm like, oh my God, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like commu- community was so, is so important, I think. And so I think through, through community, that's when I really found who I was and I found, I found God in the midst of it. And if I, I feel like if I hadn't started HNL Flow, I wouldn't have found my faith again. Is there anything that you would have done differently from what you have? I think going back, I mean, at first I kind of, there were things that I thought I could have done a little bit more. Um, I think more so with people like, oh, maybe I could have treated them better. What could I have done to make them stay? And the truth is that there, you know, there's nothing that I, I could do on my own, you know, free will, mm-hmm. right? It It was more so you know, just being able to just embrace that this was, you know, this was the closing of a season of my life and being open to whatever was ahead mm-hmm. for me. So I don't think like now looking back, like I don't regret, you know, ending HL flow. Even though yeah. you know, it was a great season. Everybody reminds me of it from time to time. They're like, yeah. we miss HL flow. And don't get me wrong, I miss it too. I really, really miss it. But I I love that it stayed on for as long as it did. Cause I there were times where I felt like, man, like it's going to end in like three months. <laughs> like, I feel like it's going to end uh-huh. in like a month or like two weeks. And then the, the hype is going to fade away, but I'm glad it did on for as long as it did because yeah, it really taught me a lot about myself. It taught me a lot about how to manage my relationships with other people, how to manage um, my leadership skills and all of that. So yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't regret Man, you kind of just like covered the bases there because <laughs> you went on from I, I hope so. HNL flow to kind of like leading into what you do at church and at grace bible and i think i tell this to people all the time and i'm like if there's someone who deserves good things it's vina yes because you i, I feel oh like God. you are like oh. you're so sweet and you're so thoughtful and you work really hard like i give you credit for like the whole HNL flow thing because i don't know if i could do it and honestly, having to <laughs> teach people things and manage people and like constantly asking them for stuff, that's just not my leadership style. <laughs> like I just depend on people. Oh no, you know? you're like, good. You're good. Well, I'm I mean, like, I'm counting on you, you know, I will have faith on you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't yeah. do it alone. You know, I had you, I had, you know, a whole bunch of mm-hmm. people help out. We had our friends. So, I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. here and you guys are like all like below yeah. me. It was more like, I want to uplift you guys and I, I want to take you guys with me. That's something that I always, I think I always emphasize to the team was like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be there by myself. I want you guys to be up there with me. Like if we're, if we're going to go up, we're going to go up together. Like I, if we're going to go down, we're going to go down together. And that's something that I always, I think I always carried even in, into like my life now as, you know, kind of like a Christian. Like before I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't following, you know, Jesus or anything but now like in this you know in this lifestyle I'm realizing yeah like that's what I carried into my current my current lifestyle now is that I want people to come along with me on my journey I don't want Mm -hmm. to like just be the one doing everything by myself and I would feel bad if I you know if I left people behind so but I think that's you're also kind of in the same way like where you you know like what you said like you depend on other people Mm -hmm. but like you bring them along on the journey and I think this is what your podcast is going to do it's going to you're going to bring people on and you're going to you're going to do you're going to carry the same you know legacy that HNL Flow had oh my god (laughs) no (laughs) virtual fan to tears oh my gosh V I miss you so much yeah no I'm 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 I really I really 
really I'm wishing the best for you I'm praying for you and you know I I really hope <laughs> like no not hope I know that oh this is going to be such a great platform for you <laughs> all right <laughs> okay tissues tissues sending you Kleenex from all right let's let's get into some questions dun 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 Okay, so you mentioned a little bit about this already. So you're helping out at ProSide. What are are you doing there or what are you Mm -hmm. doing now maybe outside of ProSide that fuels your creativity? Okay, well, um, during the pandemic, I was doing media for ProSide. So doing a lot of their their videos for their Instagram, um, just reposting their sermons and making them look super Mm -hmm. graphic, visual looking. And so I was doing that for like a little bit and then things kind of picked up with work. And yeah, I had told them I can't really help you guys out anymore because there's a lot mm-hmm. of video projects that I do for work. I also do media on the side. So I'm, I was like, yeah, there's only so much that you can really do <laughs> as a creative, right? You can't, I, I didn't want to burn out and I needed to figure out like, okay, what were my priorities in that season? So yeah, I was, I, I was doing media, um, hoping mm-hmm. that I can help out with them again one day, um, but we'll see. Uh, but outside of ProSide, mm-hmm. I do I did Storytellers, um, which was <laughs> which was a creative project that was birthed from kind of like our church um, church service that all, was also called Storytellers that was focused more so on the young adults and local creatives. So I was like, oh my god, and that's exactly how I got brought in. I got brought in through a Storytellers uh, Thursday night service, but now Storytellers is more so um, mm-hmm. a platform on Instagram where we share people's stories and how. It, it, they're mostly faith-based stories, but we want to include like other people's mm-hmm. stories in there as well. It's kind of inactive at the moment, but we were really active during the, during the pandemic where we had podcasts like these and um, graphics mm-hmm. that were up to inspire people during the pandemic in hopes that, you know, people would be able to find yeah. some sort of yeah, hope of in all of this. this so you, are, <laughs> you were still working throughout the whole time, right? So t- tell was, everybody what, what you do as your mm-hmm. full-time job. So you're doing all of this, but you're also working full-time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I work at the Johnny Byrne School of Medicine um, as a media specialist, um, but primarily it, it's kind of it's kind of a weird um, job title because I did apply for jobs, um, but I'm actually part of their faculty practice, which is a group, you know, a group practice of, of all the doctors that work at Jabsum or as as teachers, right? But um, but they're all in this big group practice, and we they practice throughout all the different hospitals throughout Hawaii. So I I do you know their communications, but I also help out with Jabsum's communications. So I'm kind of like a half and half. So I'm kind of all over the place. And so with COVID, you know, kind of taking away some of the major events that were happening, I had to kind of help out with with media, you know, through virtual events, like making the events all virtual and creating social media content to keep people people going. And we also are now working on um, some residency program recruitment videos. So yeah, that's kind of been my thing for the past seven or eight months. <laughs> A lot of the times people come to me for technical advice or like how to do something on the computer or what I think about this social media poster, how to better it. So would you say that you're kind of the go-to person at your job for this? I would, yeah, I, I, I would say so. I mean, and I think in terms of what I can do, which is, you know, of course, media, right? So anything creative, people people kind of come to me or to my teammates and, you know, just whoever whoever can help out at that capacity with, in terms of like social media posts or promoting things on our social media or um, help. We have some graphic design stuff, you know, just those kinds of requests. People come to us for that. <laughs> I know. I know all the UH peeps because so of funny, you. <laughs> I feel like. Yeah. And you were like, like, Everybody's connected too, somehow. <laughs> I know. I feel like I went to UH because because I know so many like UH people though. Earlier you mentioned that you wanted 
to write, like it was your, like it was what you wanted to do and you wanted to be featured in a magazine, write for a magazine. So is, is are you doing anything now that involves writing? Do you submit any stories? Um, No, I don't. Um, I journal, I journal just either for fun or just as, you know, as I'm kind of like reflecting on like, you know, cause I read, mm -hmm. I, I do read my Bible and I reflect on like kind of Bible passages too. So that kind of helps me kind of get like my creative juices going. I also do painting on the side. <laughs> I've taken up painting over the pandemic. Oh my gosh, yes, you took over painting. I gotta see your, haven't seen any of your like, your masterpieces on social, have you posted them? <laughs> I did take up painting, yes, yes. Oh my gosh, I do, I do. Okay, wait, hold on. We'll describe it for our okay, listeners. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Some alt tech <laughs> for you guys. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is the one I'm especially proud of. Um, I painted this um, oh, around God. the time that the California wildfires wow, were happening. Wow, I painted this. this. Kind of as like, yeah, yeah it's, it's, no it's no simple, i think she's, but, you know, she's there. there i think she's there wait um, can you hold it up a little bit longer so what we're seeing is three yeah, peaks yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. of a mountain yeah and she's she's cascaded by white fluffy clouds and she's she's into it she's got the blue skies in there as well yes oh my goodness <laughs> you're cracking me up at this description <laughs> i love it <laughs> Yeah, but I, I started taking that up maybe around like July or so. Um, they are mostly for a class that I was taking, but <laughs> but class? then I it was only like a one time a one time class, and I didn't want to. It was oh, actually a Christian class on yeah. painting, <laughs> like so we just did paint whatever. It was only it was a one time class, and and I was like I I yeah. paid I paid a lot of money. <laughs> well, not a lot. I paid a, a decent amount to you know get the canvas and get the paints and the brushes. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I might as well make use of this. And so um, nice. on my days off, I like to paint sometimes in my room as I'm listening to music. I like and, it. Yeah, it's really therapeutic. It oh, helped, it's oh helped me a lot gosh. with like developing patience, um, really taking my time with things because as a creative, right. I love to just go. Any ways to I, fuel I your creativity. Done. I think creatives these days are like yeah. so like. Okay, I, I may yeah. not be a yeah. the, a creative <laughs> like you. I mean, I was actually talking to Jen Wong about how I'm not that very fast at writing, but the pandemic has also done something to me as well. Okay, so yes, I've become a plant mom, and you know this. You've you've I've introduced you to all my plants. Yes. Yes. I I've don't know if I remember, so but have plants. I shown you the plant bed Rodney built me? Oh my gosh. Yes, I the one so. outside. I had planted the one outside. some flowers yeah. and yes. the zinnias. I planted zinnias and I planted wildflowers. The zinnias are thriving. They're fucking thriving. Just like you. But I mean, like they like they've you. been thirsty, and let me say, the the rain that has been happening for the past two three weeks have been keeping them well hydrated. But there's some thirsty plants out there, you know. I'm, I'm glad. Yes. Yes. I think from but the last they need it. They I need it, girl. You, I've had. <laughs> maybe doubled the amount of plants that I've had. Wow, they, they multiplied, let's go. <laughs> I've gotten maybe like, I've gotten three more succulents. Wow. I've gotten like three more like other plants. I can't show them to you because you're like lodged on my thing. But that's, I do have- But well, that's awesome though. That's a, ooh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Of course, very, Thank very Raylan, very, and very yellow sunflowers. Yeah, it's my, <laughs> that's my, yeah. that's my emoji next to your name on my phone. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I think that's, that, those are all the questions I have. I could probably spend the next, like, I know. I think the last time guys, we talked for like two hours on the phone <laughs> and half of that time, Freeland was touring. Was, <laughs> and, then, and we started a salsa with garden. Her plans. We started a and salsa I was garden. like, oh my God. Yeah. I can't tell you how that salsa yeah, garden right, is going because right. I haven't gone in the back of the house lately. 
maybe at all. I don't even know how they're doing. I gotta oh check on them. Okay. Well, we'll have to <laughs> we'll have to do like a real time update. Okay. <laughs> a real time update on Instagram. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Mina. Yes. Thank so you for wonderful. having me. No. Yes, beautiful. Stop soul. talking about yourself. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs>